Welcome to Women in Venture Capital. I'm Roshvina, a student at Harvard Business School with prior experience in finance and more recently venture capital in Africa. And I'm Anvita, Harvard Business School class of 22. I've actively worked in VC and tech startup space. Our mission at Women in Venture Capital is simple. Increase the representation of women in the VC industry through awareness and engagement. So join us as we engage with women establishing their presence in VC. Our guest today is Courtney McCray. Courtney is the co-founder and managing partner at Recast Capital, a platform supporting and investing in emerging managers in venture. The Recast team believes that emerging managers, particularly those with diverse partnerships, represent both an underserved market and overlooked business opportunity and is taking a new approach to meeting the need. Courtney was previously a managing director at WeatherGage Capital, a boutique fund of funds. Prior to WeatherGage, she founded Silver Partners, a private equity advisory firm, and spent seven years at Western Presidio. Courtney holds an MBA with honors from the Kellogg Graduate School of Management. Thank you so much for joining us today, Courtney. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. So jumping right in. Like I said in the intro, your career spans across various roles within finance, starting in PE, then a fund of funds where you spent 10 years and now recast capital. Can you walk us through some of these major career decisions? I'd be happy to. Yes, I will say, first of all, uh, my background uh, was not intuitively uh, the way that it turned out, but I've been the beneficiary of it. I was always interested in finance and accounting. And I, after business school, ended up becoming a Kaufman Fellow. Uh, Kaufman Fellowship is a program to apprentice with venture capital funds. And I, with that fellowship, ended up joining a private equity firm, a growth equity fund called Weston Presidio. And it ended up being a great fit for me, given what my interests were and my background. And I was there for seven years. At the end of seven years, I was very opinionated about what made for a good fund um, versus a fund that I thought might not perform as well. And I ended up um, moving over to the limited partner side. And my first interview to become a Kaufman Fellow was actually with the same woman that I ended up working with for 10 years at WeatherGage. So I joined WeatherGage in the back half of WeatherGage Fund One and with my partners helped to uh, deploy Funds One and raise Funds Two, Three, and Four and a separate account that we had with the city and county of San Francisco. And so um, when it was time for me to leave after being there for 10 years, I was passionate about the fact that institutional investors needed to have thoughtful, diversified exposure to emerging managers in venture, institutional funds one, two, or three, in order to number one, um, get the returns everyone's looking to get out of their venture portfolio. Number two, um, to create the pipeline of the blue chip venture funds of tomorrow. And then number three, the emerging manager community is so much more diverse than the incumbents. And so it also is a pathway to increasing the diversity of who is a venture capitalist. I was fortunate that my uh, partner, Sarah Zolkowski, was seeing the same phenomenon uh, from another platform. She was uh, an engineer by background at a venture-backed startup and then went to the Clark family office uh, doing fund investing and company investing. 
And then she was at the um, the world's largest venture only uh, fund of funds called Greenspring for three years. And so we both saw the same opportunity from two different platforms and we launched Recast about two and a half years ago now. Amazing. I would love to hear a little bit more about Recast's mission and vision um, and how you guys, you know, um, how was the process of, of raising the fund? Um, I'm also super interested in learning more about the Accelerate program that you guys launched last month. Oh, happy to. Yes, we have multiple lines of business. Um, we have, uh, we've been in, um, we have a fund of funds that is investing in diverse emerging managers in venture. We also have a tuition-free educational program that is cohort-based, uh, meets twice a year for roughly 12 weeks on Zoom. And we talk about hot button issues broadly around fundraising. So um, we bring in our friends from the LP and the GP community, and we also provide six complimentary sessions of executive coaching along with that for everyone who goes through our program. We've had 78 funds go through our educational program, and it is a very diverse group of general partners. You alluded to our third line of business, which we announced on International Women's Day. I thought that was very appropriate. Um, it is a nonprofit platform uh, raising philanthropic dollars to try and lift up more than um, just advice. Um, 30 is gonna start, we're launching by um, providing operating capital for 30 female venture capitalists this year that are early in their journey. And so we will be providing them with the executive coaching that I mentioned earlier, along with our enablement program. And then finally, uh, we will be paying uh, roughly $100,000 of their operating expenses for free. The goal is the only thing we ask is that they, they the only thing we ask is that they provide information on the companies, the demographics of the companies that they end up investing in. Um, we are under the hypothesis that more diverse venture capitalists actually end up investing in more diverse founding teams, although that's not a requirement. We're just capturing the information for a publicly, um, uh, we'll, we'll publicly um, uh, announce the, um, the results of that study. That is super interesting. Thanks for sharing that. And it almost feels like this is legitimate democratization of um, bringing together um, underrepresented um, venture capitalists or investors and angel investors themselves who are interested in investing. And like you said, putting out um, actual market study on what you find on what kind of investments they do and what kind of returns they clock um, to prove like a legit business case. So um, building on that, and you laid out a few of the uh, the revenue or monetization uh, plans that you work um, at Recast on. Um, what have been some of your biggest learnings as you've been running this fund, especially in this massively changing market environment? We have been finding through our educational program that the challenges of raising capital has changed over time. So back when there was a lot of interest in venture capital, all the air was taken out of the room by the established venture firms that were raising not only their main vehicle, but also a growth equity vehicle, and in many cases, an opportunity fund. That took all the room 
all the air out of the room for emerging managers in venture. So instead, the emerging managers were finding interest from high net worth individuals, select family offices, select foundations, and then uh, certain public, uh, public pensions. And now, as you've seen interest rates go up and the economy get more muted, um, you're finding that there's a new challenge, which is a lot of institutional investors are over allocated to private equity and they are not looking to add to their portfolio. Um, again, the uh, emerging managers that we work with um, continue to be trying to find those investors that do have an act active appetite to invest in very early stage venture capital funds. And that usually tends to be select high net worth individuals, select family offices, and um, to a lesser extent, uh, public pensions and to a lesser extent foundations. Understood, and and that makes a makes a lot of sense. Um, shifting gears a little bit, um, for this conversation, as you know, the stats around women fund managers are very low. Really curious to hear your experience with gender dynamics in the industry, and what are things you think the industry can do to improve representation? Yes, I think it continues to be a meaningful challenge for the industry. Um, it's amazing to me. When I first started in the private equity industry, I could count the number of senior women on one hand. Uh, today, it is far improved, but it is still dismal. Uh, we have found that uh, women make up roughly 45% of the VC workforce, but only 14% of the partners are female, which has actually gone up significantly, but is still not at parity. You also look at female venture capitalists and going back 10 years, there were not female venture capitalists running firms. And today um, you see that roughly 73% of women led VC funds were actually founded in the last five years. It's one of the reasons why we started Recast the way we did when we did. We just found that the emerging manager community was so much more diverse uh, my jaw dropped when we did our original study to identify what percentage of the emerging managers were actually diverse before we started recast. And it does take women two to three times longer to raise their funds. So one of the things that's really important is um, for there to be a pathway for these women to stay in the business for longer. Raising capital takes longer. So that's why we started our Accelerate program. In addition, I will say that investors have predisposed biases um, against individuals that have not made the money in the past. It's very important that, that investors take time to realize the questions that they ask of diverse emerging managers in venture and how that may differ from the questions that they ask uh, incumbent managers and, and less diverse managers. Uh, we have anecdotally found through our educational program that consistently early stage white heterosexual male founders of venture funds get asked questions about what could their venture fund look like in the future? What's the three-year vision? What's the five-year vision? What's the 10-year, 20-year vision? And consistently 
the airtime is mostly spent with women talking about what did you actually do in your previous jobs? What did you actually do in your prior roles? What was your title? What were your responsibilities? Very different line of questioning. And I think that that biases uh, the investment decisions that are made by investors. So I think being very thoughtful, I think it also benefits in investors to understand beyond their own biases, but to really look at where can returns be generated. Venture capital is a highly competitive industry. And to the extent that you see the world in a different way, you see opportunities that others don't see, you see the ability to add value in ways that other can others cannot add uh, or see exits, exit opportunities that others don't um, that others don't see or companies that might be acquiring that others don't aren't aware of, you're going to produce superior returns. And so I do think that it is harder and longer for women and people of color to raise funds. But I really believe that there is still the market out there for them to successfully raise those funds if they are meant to be in practitioners in the business. You brought up some really interesting points. Um, I haven't really thought as much about it, but the double standards and questioning itself from LPs is a big issue. Um, and, you know, like you said, a lot of fund managers are women have raised in the last five years. So they came from a system that wasn't really open for them before. So it's it's normal for them to not necessarily have the track record just because the system was not accepting at the time. So that's really interesting. And, and I also agree with your first point, which was we're seeing a lot of progress in the top of the funnel. So a lot of the hiring is happening. We need to see way more into in, in terms of promotion and kind of moving down that funnel into decision making roles. So here's hoping that changes in the next five years and, and we see we see changing trends there. Completely um, agree. Yep. Um, Courtney, as the last question for our podcast, we love asking this. Um, what advice do you have for aspiring female investors? I would say, number one, keep track of all of your accomplishments. Not only is it so important when you're marketing yourself, but it's also so important to remind yourself of all that you've learned along your career. Number two, find mentors. I know that is rather cliche. Have it be people that are your peers. Have it be people that are in this journey at the same time that you are. Finding a network of individuals that you, you can go to um, for advice, for counsel, uh, for camaraderie is very important. And number three is don't be afraid of having both male and female, um, having people from different backgrounds be a resource to you. Um, I found in my professional career that it was usually not other women that were helpful to me, although that's changing. But I think that, you know, finding mentors and people that are able to help you in your career is critically important. And it doesn't have to be from any certain gender or ethnicity. Thank you so much, Courtney. This was truly inspiring. The anecdotes you shared were eye-opening and truly um, great to hear. Your experience uh, speaks loud um, for all the learnings that you've had over the, over the years. Um, thanks again for joining us on the show. We're sure our listeners will really appreciate this conversation. Thank you for the time. Mm -hmm.